Hello, and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we are having just an incredible day today. I want to talk to you about one of my favorite subjects today, your Hebrew living letter name. It's like a crown of righteousness. Now, it's not the crown of righteousness. That's given to you by Yeshua. But this is also given to you by Yeshua. You know, um, one time I had this vision in my mind, whether it's in my spiritual realm or my imagery revealed realm of my imaginations. It was, um, I was before the Lord. And I was taking off my crown. You can see a crown. It looked like one crown. But when I took off the crown and laid it before the Lord, it was sprung out like a plethora of crowns. There's multiple crowns. So I told you to tell you this, that you have multiple crowns. I'm telling you, this is, woo. The seven spirits of Yahweh is here. The Four living creatures are here. The angelic canopy is surrounding us. I just pray right now to open your eyes of your heart by Holy Ghost because you are seated in Christ Jesus and you open yourself up to the Spirit of God, to the mysteries of God. You know, Proverbs 25.2 is another one of my favorite scriptures. And what it says is, it's the glory of Yahweh to conceal a thing but it's the glory of kings to search it out now I may have said that to you a million times by now but I want to speak into your spirit being because it's inside your spirit being that the revelation of you being a king and the responsibility of being a king that you would go into the dark secret mysteries of Yahweh to search out a thing to search it out, to go into the depths, not just to settle for the status quo. I'm not talking about your salvation. Your salvation is complete in Christ Yeshua, Jesus the King. John 3.16, 3.17, you can go through the whole word. Salvation is in Yeshua. But what now? What now that we have Yeshua? He's the gateway. He's the doorway. He's opened up all of the heavenly realm at this level for what we can handle. Why? Because God is infinite. His ways are infinite. His mysteries are infinite. His secrets are infinite. They're, don't get me wrong. They're all in the word, but they haven't all been unfolded. It's as you engage by Holy Spirit that these things will unfold before you. God, we call them secrets and mysteries, but they're really just treasures to discover that's the way I look at the word it's treasures to discover and that's how I look at the spirit of God looking into the word that I'm looking for the treasures that I'll discover that I can walk in for I'm first seated in Christ Yeshua like I told you your completeness is in Yeshua the Christ so I'm not talking today about something that's going to add salvation to you, but it is going to add to your experience as a son or the daughter of the Most High God. 
knowing your Hebrew living letter name, and not just knowing it, you may already know your Hebrew living, living letter name. Most of the people around me that I meet and engage with know their Hebrew living letter name. Now, you may not, so don't, don't hold it against yourself. It took me over two years myself. I've prayed for people, and I've engaged with them and taught them this, and some people got it in five minutes. Some people got it in two weeks. It's just an engagement with the Hebrew living letters by Holy Spirit, asking Holy Spirit for permission to go into the gateways of the Hebrew living letters, and then going into those Hebrew living letters and allow them to speak to you by Holy Spirit. Well, what about Jesus, brother? What about Jesus? You're seated in Jesus. Come on, say it with me. I, as a son or a daughter of the Most High God, I'm seated in Jesus. So I'm already seated in Yeshua, so everything I do is inside of him. Whether I'm sitting here telling you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. No, all you are is in Jesus' name. Because in Jesus' name is not only fullness of saying in Jesus' name. That's part of it. But that's not the fullness going into Yeshua's name, stepping into Yeshua's name. I was in church today and I was ministering the gospel and I'm preaching about the deity of God and the divine nature of man and the fullness of who we are as a resurrected son that we're not bound by the boundaries of sin and unrighteousness and all the law that tries to condemn us and make us feel lesser than. And I saw Yeshua take my ribcage and like open it up. Now this is my mind, this is my imagination room, but my imagination room is sanctified and saturated by the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit can come in and reveal himself to me and reveal this to me and he break open my open my rib cage you know up here like if you were going to do open heart surgery and I saw the fiery coals of Yahweh just pour inside of me and as it was coming inside of me all of this stuff was coming out of me good bad and ugly but the best part about it is I was being filled. As all this stuff came out, I was being filled in Yeshua. So I'm transcending into Yeshua. I love this part. Yeshua is transcending into me. So as you sit before Yahweh in your spiritual state, sitting is a place of rest. Doesn't mean you're just sitting in a chair. I know I'm sitting in a chair in my living room, but doesn't mean that you're sitting in a chair. You're sitting, it's a spiritual condition. I'm sitting in Yeshua's blood covenant. Therefore, I have the eternal divine nature of Yahweh in me. So whatever I go into, whatever I go into, I'm going into in Jesus' name. And I wanted to explain that to you because if you were taught the basics of the gospel, you would know everything must be in Christ, through Christ, and by Christ. And you have probably learned everything we do in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And we learned the, um, a shallow knowledge of being in Jesus' name. But then the word clearly says, in him I live, I move, I have my being. So I'm stepping into the fiery coals of Yahweh. I'm stepping into the trading floor of Yahweh. I'm stepping into the holiness of Yahweh. I'm stepping into the fullness of the resurrected Savior that's inside of me, that has made me the bet, the eternal house of God. 
in my Father's house as many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. But because I go to prepare a place for you, where I go, you may go also. So I receive him as Lord and Savior, and he prepares a place inside of me. Now, I understand you've used that scripture your whole life about a rapture or a second coming, or when you're dead, you get to go there. And it's true. You die, you go to heaven. You're going to be in your Father's house, and there is many mansions. But you are alive and well, and let me give you good news. There is many mansions, many dimensions, many chambers being activated inside of you. Okay, Lord, I got to preach in English. That you can understand that the many chambers inside of you are the many dimensions of Yahweh because of that blood covenant that you said, I do to Jesus. I do, Yeshua. I do. I've repented. I've went back to the high place. Well, brother, did you repent of your sins? Have you kept, kept repenting of your sins? Do you still repent of your sins? If the Holy Spirit convicts me, of course, I will repent of something. But my repentance isn't just, Father, forgive me of my sins. I'm going to do my best not to do it. That's a part of it, of course. No one wants to go run around and sin. But it's not the fullness. That's only one little scale of repentance. True repentance is going back into the high place. Going back into the place where you have a plethora of crowns on you. Going back to the place that the Holy Ghost is setting on side of you. Not because of your righteousness, but because him who's righteous is now inside of you. Glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. Come on with me. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory 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 to the Lamb of God. Now, what are we discussing? (laughs) Hebrew living letters. Okay, let me get back to the Hebrew living letters. But you see, you have to set the framework. So you understand when I'm stepping into the Hebrew living letters, I'm stepping into another essence of Yahweh, another essence of Yeshua, another essence of the Holy Spirit. When he spoke the Hebrew living letters into existence and he made those fiery gateways, it was as if he put himself into the Hebrew living letters as an open gateway unto himself. It's not about becoming Jewish. Nothing wrong with being Jewish. I love all my Jewish friends. And they have so many honors that we can learn from and become and grow as spiritual beings. But it's not a Hebrew living letter to say, oh, look, I'm Jewish. No, 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 no. I'm Jesus-ish. <laughs> I'm Yeshua-ish. <laughs> I'm of the divine nature of Yahweh-ish. And I'm learning the revelation that he gave his first sons, his holy people. And now because of the Christ Yeshua, us Gentiles are able to take it and walk into it and step into salvation of Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And so we said, now that you have the blood covenant, now you can go in to the Hebrew living letters and you can engage them. There's a book called The Friends of Eber. I did not write it. My best friends wrote it. Apostle Aaron Smith and uh, Daniel Jedediah Cook and so on and so on. Just incredible people, incredible people. And what they did was they put in this book, Friends of Eber. You can look it up on Amazon. You can look up on Daniel's Cook site and order it. 
Um, if you might, if I have any copies left, you can message me and I can see about getting you a copy and how much it costs to get to you. But the book is well worth it. And no, it's not expensive at all. But in this book, in the Friends of Eber, it goes over the Hebrew Living Letters. And I began to engage it. When they wrote that book, I began to engage it. Now, Apostle Aaron began to teach us this over 13 years ago, and I began to engage it. But when the book came out, I engaged it more. Why? Because remember what it said. A king has his glory by searching out the things that God has concealed. Well, why did God conceal it? He concealed it that you could get close to him. Think about something concealed. The fragrance of your wife that she barely, lightly puts on just for you. So you can get close to smell it. Ah, yes, that's my baby. And you get intimate. Or the whispering of the words of the secrets that you do intimately. So Yahweh conceals a thing that you can get intimate, so you can get close, so you can go into his hidden secret places where he wants to show you his mysteries and his secrets, and he wants to go into your mysteries and secrets. That's right. You have hidden mysteries and secrets before the Lord. Why? He's longing for the fullness of your heart to come before him. He's not longing for the fullness of his own heart to come before him. What kind of relationship would be that would be? Well, I'm having a relationship with myself and my son Craig or into my daughter Susie. No. I'm going in and finding out their heart. See, that's where the intimacy comes in. So I go into the heart of Yahweh and I engage the Hebrew living letters and allow them to begin to speak to me. I'm going to go into some of my notes. Now, if you're watching this program, you know my name is Sagimabe. Samat, Gog, Gimel, Ayan, Bet Yod. Those are the six Hebrew living letters. Now, you can have as many letters or as few as letters as God speaks to you. Now, when we were first training with this, they used six because of the number of man as what to look for. But I know people with five letters and four letters. I know people with eight letters and nine letters. And Yahweh speaks to you through that. And a lot of times, I'll be honest with you, it was like the first letter that ever spoke to me, I could hear it in my mind. I was laying in bed, going into the night watch, and I could hear Mem, Mem, Mem. Mem was the first Hebrew living letter that revealed himself to me. I thought Mem was going to be in my name because that was how strong it was. I knew Mem had a very important spot in my life, and I even wrote it down. I think this is part of my name. So I'm explaining this to you because that's, it's okay to think that, and it was not wrong for me to write it down and draw from it, but when over a period of time as I was engaging and God gave me all the letters and he was revealing all of them are my friends and Mim is my friend and Mim is very important to me because it's the upper waters, the deep secrets of God that you go into that Yahweh broods over. See, everything you do in God is for you to become the fullness of who you are as the divine nature of Yahweh, for you were made in his image. You can go into the Garden of Eden and begin to see this. By faith through Christ Yeshua, he made you in the image and the likeness of himself. Mem, the upper waters, covered the earth, but it was brooding. Why? Yahweh was brooding over what is in your creation. Oh, come on. Woo. We're going to go a little deeper than I thought tonight. 
what was in your creation. Now, I know what you think. You think God was just hovering over the water and just going to command the water what it wants. Now, God can. He can command anything. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the Aleph Tav. He's the beginning. He's the finisher. He's the pagan to the ground. All he says is rule and reigns. But Yahweh don't really function like that. He has from time to time. But that's not his only function. It's kind of like you, if you're a parent. Sometimes you're serious with your children and say, hey, this is exactly what I want you to do. And sometimes, listen, this is what I need you to do. And they go and compose it themselves. Well, sometimes Yahweh will hover over you. No, lots of times Yahweh will hover over the mem in you, the upper waters in you, to see what you will bring out. Oh, come on. Woo, man, this thing is like jumping out of me right now because Yahweh's saying, yes, yes, you're not robots. Yes, you're not servants. Yes, you're not slaves. Yes, yes. I want to see what my creation wants to bring forth in the earth. I've called you to become co-creators with me through Christ Yeshua by Holy Spirit, dwelling in the word of Yahweh, going into the mem of the upper waters that's brooding over you. Why don't you come sit in your heavenly throne and brew over the waters with me by faith through Jesus Christ? And he begins to see what's inside of you. But see, we were taught wrong about that. Before I'd be listening to preaching, they'd be like, we're going to see what's inside of you. It was always some kind of condemnation guilt that God was looking to see how bad you are. God knows how bad you are. It's okay. He sent his son. Oh, brother, I got to walk uprightly. Go sit in Yeshua and you are upright. Go sit in the Holy Ghost and you are upright. Go sit in the Yahweh. You are upright. And this is brought to you by Jesus, Yeshua. It's not something you can perform to do. It's an intimate relationship of holiness begetting holiness. Woo. Holiness begetting holiness. Can you feel that? Holiness begetting holiness. We're going to get to the Hebrew living letters. I'll probably have to do a few parts of this, okay? But it's so, so important because you might be watching me and you probably already know your Hebrew living letter name. Engage it. It's a crown of righteousness, of privilege and responsibility. Do you know why he said in Proverbs that it is the glory of Yahweh to conceal a thing and the glory of kings to search it out? You notice he didn't say fools to search it out or Christians, or saints, or devils. He didn't use any of that terminology. He used kings. Now, Yeshua, in Revelations 5.10, makes you a king and a priest. And the reason he said kings and not just anybody, which everyone is a king through Jesus Christ, so I'm not trying to take that away from you, but a king recognizes the responsibility of the privilege. Oh, come on, somebody. A king recognizes the responsibility of the privilege. That's why he said kings. So that when you dive into the plethora of crowns that you have and you begin to dive in like I did into Sagimabe and the Samak and the Gaw and the Gamal, come on, and the I-N and the Yod. When I begin, listen, listen, and the Bet, when I begin to engage this, this Yahweh took me in levels. Uh, that's the only way I can explain it or gave me portions of revelation about it. This is what it gave it to me when I read the words and I engaged them for a while. After he gave me my name, 
this is what he showed me in the reading in this book, The Friends of Eber. I don't make any money off the book, so I'm not trying to sell it. This is my experience. That's all I'm telling you is my experience. I am light out of the dark secrets and mysteries of Yahweh's full supply. I see and I am revealed in the fullness of Yeshua and the oneness of the completeness of Yahweh himself. And I'm telling you, when the revelation of the crown of that wrapped around my head, I was like, whoopee, I mean, come on. Come on, it don't get no better than that. Now, now I got a lot more to go into, uh, but we're about to run out of time that I could explain about all those letters, how they opened up to me. And even more, two years later, he began to open it up more to me and showed me. It's like a spiral staircase going into the mysteries and the secrets of Yahweh. But you want to engage the Hebrew living letters and get your name, and you begin to engage that name. You know what? It may not come to you at first. It, it, we got to be patient. Christians sometimes are not patient. Sometimes they give you one letter, just write it down, just engage it and say, okay, Holy Spirit. Now, you don't have to strive over it. God don't want you to strive over it. But just put it at rest, okay, Yahweh, if you told me bet, bet. And, you know, I had to get all these letters that came to me over a period of time. Then I had to hear the order of them. And then I had to sound it out in my mind by knowing what the sounds of the words sound like and beginning to put it together. And it came out as Sigimba Bay. And I actually had the words backwards. And he told me, he said, listen, write it like a Jewish, right to left. And because the letters were completely backwards to me, I wrote it this way. And when I did, that's when it was Sagima Bad, actually. And because of the Yod was the last and that D sound. And Yahweh said the D is silent because the Yod is representing the all spark of God, transversing the whole universe through you every time. You say Sigima Bay, or the heavens say Sigima Bay, as you function as Sigima Bay. And it really helped me begin to see the spirit being of who I am. I'm not a split personality, I don't have a double person, but I am a spirit being just like you. I have a body just like you. I have a soul just like you. And it helped me to identify my spirit being. As Yahweh began to tell me and teach me how to separate my spirit, my soul, and my body in the natural realm and then bring it before the throne of God and unify them back together in the oneness of the unity of Christ Yeshua. That the whole body, soul, and spirit is Sagima Bay. Or Craig, it means the same. But that Hebrew living letters have so much light and life and glory in it. Engage yours. Prophesy it. Speak it. If it's just one letter, I'm Shin, I'm Shin, I'm Shin. Man, do you know all the meanings of Shin? Every word, letter in the Hebrew living letter has like 70 dimensions minimum. And they have pictures and sounds. Listen, the problem is, is that we want sometimes a fast food relationship with Yahweh. And like, okay, well, this is what the scripture says. Uh, okay, but there's more for everyone. It's for whosoever will. You don't have to be a, a, a worldwide preacher. You don't have to be someone that's doing this or doing that. No, no, no. You have a Hebrew living letter name. Engage it. My buddy's name is Hagash. Engage Hagash. I have another friend, Akamin Zayin. Engage Akamin Zayin. I have another friend, Reishin. Engage Reishin. I can go on and on with all the names of all the sons and daughters that I know around me. Engage it. Don't just like, okay, I got my name. Hallelujah. 
I, ever since I got my name, I'm sort of telling everybody. Like Daniel Jedediah Cook, Jedediah actually is out of the Hebrew living letters that Yahweh told him. His real name is not Jedediah in his real middle name, but that is the name from the father by the Hebrew living letter. It's a crown of righteousness, not the righteousness of salvation, but a crown of righteousness from Yeshua that speaks about you in the heavenly realm and speaks to the earth as it is in heaven, so shall it be in the earth. Well, I hope this begins your journey on experiencing the Hebrew living letter name for your life. And if you already have it, I pray that this is a reminder from this day forward that you will engage it and watch the doorways and the gateways and the fruit of that Hebrew living letter name manifesting in your life. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. Thank you so much. Please, thank you. Receive my thanks today. I love you so much. I really do love you so much. You're important to Yahweh. You are so important to Yahweh. I want to thank you once again for joining the Coffee in the Cosmos family or the One Tribe family, as you can see on my shirt, the, the new name, and we're changing it at my church because we're all one tribe. It doesn't matter where you're at, what part of the world that you're in. We're under the blood covenant of Yeshua, sealed by the Holy Spirit, under Abba, Father, Yahweh. I want to encourage you to see you next time. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.